The Open Source Creative Podcast, Episode 28, Defeating Comparisonitis. This is the Open Source Creative Podcast, a podcast where I ramble on about creativity, process, and open source software during my work commute. I'm Jason Van Gumster, your host and driver. Hey, everyone. I got a fresh episode for you right here. This week, we're talking about comparisonitis, that uh, that thing, kind of debilitating feeling you get when looking at the work of other artists who have a mastery or a skill level that you don't quite have yet. Um, it it's related a bit to last week's show, though I, I, I think it's more of a core issue that we see a lot in, in the creative fields. And with, with any luck, there are a few helpful tidbits in this episode that can help us defeat this feeling and get on with producing more incredible work. That's the, uh, that's the hope, at least. Anyhow, let's get on with it. Oh, we're going to toast marshmallows, are we? Could be. Okay, start this show. Uh, yeah, I want to thank everyone first for <laughs> my, tolerating my la- my bleh, tolerating my rant in the last episode. That was there was something I needed to get off my chest, and I'm glad that it was well received. Thank you for the kind comments, everyone. Yeah. Uh, now, um, sort of dovetailing off of that, I wanted to. I mentioned last week that I wanted to do an episode on comparisonitis and and what that is and and what to do about it. And it, it it's something that that is the more I think about it, the more I think it's a, just a human thing. It's not necessarily something that's that's limited to creatives. By the way, if you hear splashing and sprinkling and windshield wipers that is because it's raining. So you're going to hear lovely Atlanta weather as, as this podcast gets recorded. Don't compare. <laughs> I was going to make a comparisonitis joke on that, but it's, it was falling through. It's not going to work until like maybe later on in the episode. In any case, let's, let's start with definitions. So c- comparisonitis is commonly r- referred to the, it's a, when you compare yourself or your work to that of your peers or that of people who are far above you, uh, sometimes it's compared to people who are who are who are not at your level. But more often than not, it's 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 spoken about in a in a uh, in an aspirational kind of way. I have, but not entirely aspirational. It's it's actually more of a a, a debilitation actually. The, 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 way it, the way it goes, the way it logically shakes out is that you look at where somebody else in your field is. You look at somebody else who's doing illustration, somebody else who's doing animation, someone else who's writing, etc. And you see that you know, they're, they're some level of successful by, by some measure. You know, they either they're, you know, the number of people especially on the entrepreneurial side of things, will publish their, uh, their, their, their actually profit numbers and stuff just for 
educational purposes. Uh, and some people just like you know show the work that they've been putting out, and it's not a, it's not a numbers game. It's it's the quantity and quality of work, right? And comparisonitis is that is is that scenario where you look at that, and typically you look at that and you freeze up. You're like, well, those people are already doing all that stuff. What the hell do I have to contribute, right? That's 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 sort of the classical example of of comparisonitis. It's 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 a brain infection, sort of, in, in the in the most metaphorical of, of ways. It's 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 a it's a way of thinking that if you don't if you if if you do it the way that most people normally do it. It will prevent you from doing things. It'll it'll inhibit your productivity. It'll make you do worse. It'll not. It won't make you do better. Um, a good example of that is I, I used for for years. I went to SIGGRAPH. SIGGRAPH is for those of you who aren't aware. SIGGRAPH is the is a uh, special interest group within the Association of Computing Machinery, the ACM, and it's special interest group devoted to graphics. So they have a conference every year. Usually it's Los Angeles one year and then someplace else the next year. And at this conference, you said it's, 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 I used to go to this thing every year. It was fantastic. And I, I really want to go again, but it's, it's the, the largest gathering of creative and, and academic and, and, and applica- applicational is that a word? It is now talent in one spot. You have researchers from from universities who are studying the latest algorithms and 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 uh, techniques and methods to doing computer graphics of all sorts, 3D, 2D, etc., including 3D printing and all these things. And also there, you have artists who are using these tools, and you have the the production companies in, in the film and entertainment industry who are who are using these tools and 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 their things because it's all computer graphics right and so you have this gigantic mesh of of some of the like coolest people that 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 you can come across especially if you're if if you're into doing computer graphics uh and so i i would go there and i would walk away every every time the convention's a week long right and at the end of every every time that i went i went like i said regularly Every time that I walk away from this thing, I walk away with what I refer to as as, as an inspired depression. <laughs> because you're walking around and you're seeing all this work from from individuals, from companies, from from you know, not not and again, not just the artwork, but just the amount of work people are putting into the te- the, the technology and stuff. It's these people are doing incredible things and it's really inspiring because you're looking at this and you're like holy crap I could make that I could do that sort of thing now I have ideas of all these other things I want to make that's amazing and then you walk at the same time that comparisonitis kicks in right and you're like oh but, but these guys already did it or that guy already did that or that lady already did that what you know what do I have to contribute and all the you know it's it's so that that's what I, I used to refer to that as an inspired depression, but that's also, you know, that that second half that 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 comparing to to the work that other people have already done, comparing yourself and your work to it, that's that's classical comparisonitis, and and again, it can really inhibit you from actually getting anything done. So there's a there's and and similar to that you run into this on the on the open source on the software development side of things right every time a piece of software gets released somebody else 
you know, someone has to mention another piece of software. It happens a lot in the open source community. Hell, uh, and it happens on the proprietary side too. And, but for instance, Houdini just had a release. And people are asking, say, like, well, Houdini had some really cool features. Why can't I have those features in my program? So it's comparison, <laughs> the comparison I just door is swinging both ways on that. And it's annoying. But, it, and it's, sorry, that's, no, but it's it's annoying, and the the there's got to be a way to get around that. There there are techniques for for I don't necessarily I don't personally ascribe to the notion of ridding yourself of comparisonitis because I think it it could be very useful. So I won't say don't compare, right? Because and I know I had a whole rant about this last week, but it's 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 not just about not comparing. It's not being useful, not being helpful within the way you do it. So I can look at other people's work and I can see where they're at and see where I am relative to that. But the second it starts preventing me from wanting to do anything, that's the second I got to turn it off. That's the second you, if you're in that boat, the second you've got to turn that off. You just have to sort of ignore it and do your thing, right? Pursue your interest. And that's where if you have the luxury of pursuing your craft for the for the love of it, right? For the passion of the craft, then that's one that that is probably the most surefire way to to break comparisonitis. Is is I'm doing my own thing and I'm just having fun. I don't care what anybody else is doing. I'm just having fun doing my thing, and then worry about marketing it and getting it in front of other people's eyes later, right? That's that that. When it comes to creating, I think that's, that's, in my estimation, I think that's probably the number one way to, to defeat comparisonitis uh, in, in, in all its negative terms, right? The, the, the other way, a little bit, I'll say a little bit darker, and it's, it's, it's also something I ascribe to, but it's also maybe, maybe somewhat aloof and embittered, but is cultivating a, a culture of apathy within yourself. Just not giving a shit. I don't care. Everybody say it with me once. I don't care. If you say it enough times and you start believing it, then then that actually is is a benefit. Not not and again it's not I don't care in the 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 desensitizing way. Because again it's I mean, if you want to play the, the stereotypical cliche of the, the sensitive artist or sensitive creative person, then, then you know, that would be a naturally difficult thing. Cultivating apathy is a challenge for people who have high emotional sensitivity. Um, but it's not impossible. It's not, diff- it's not necessarily super hard to compartmentalize like that. And it's not... I like to think of it sometimes as pigeonholing. It's... It's something that I'll deal with later, <laughs> right? I, I will I will work on my thing and and I will deal with comparing to somebody else some other time. Uh, I want because I want to get my thing done and I want to see how well I do. Because again, most of your work is is as much as we like to think that there's a competitive added atmosphere in in the the creative fields. And again, I'm not disputing that that getting jobs in the creative fields can be a very competitive thing to do, especially if you live in a, in a, a market, if you live in a place 
where everybody's doing that sort of thing. Hello, California. <laughs> right? If you live out, out in an area where there's more people doing that type of work, it, yeah, you're, you're naturally going to have a bit more competition in, in terms of, of jobs, I guess. But I don't necessarily think that that's, that's really the way it is. You know, you, yeah, you, there are, there's a supply and demand factor in there, right? There are only so many jobs and there are, there are so many artists, right? And then if one outnumbers the other, then, then there's going to be competition. That's, yeah, granted. But when, when you're creating for, for an audience, then it's a little bit different. When I say creating for an audience, I mean producing your own content or, or, or doing freelance work. It's, it's a different animal. And this spins a little bit into the, the podcast I did a couple weeks ago about making a living in, as an open source creative. But there's, this is another advantage of working directly with your audience, working directly with your customer, with your client, and those sort of things from an entrepreneurial freelance standpoint. And that because I think when you're producing content, when you're creating stuff, the the audience is not finite, right? When, when you're, when you're looking for a job in a large firm or a small firm, if you're looking for a job in a city or a state or a country where there's a a finite number of jobs, then yeah, your audience is those companies that are hiring you for your, your, your skills. But when, and there are only so many of those companies, there's, there's, you know, that's, the way that works but when you're creating content for for a large audience for a gen, for for general population when you're just creating a story creating an image creating those sort of things that that sort of thing is has more legs and the audience on that while still finite is much larger and can can tolerate more people producing content because what happens is when 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 a lot of content gets created, when a lot of art gets made, what happens is people start specializing. And I'm not just talking about the artists specializing. I'm not just talking about, well, that guy you know, does pictures of cats and only draws pictures of cats. I mean, that's bound to happen as well, but the audience begins to specialize, right? The audience starts to specialize in categorizing they, they, they granted there's, there's a bit of a labeling game that becomes a little bit difficult when 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 people start producing work that doesn't fit necessarily neatly into a category but you start developing when you when, when you have that 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 volume of stuff that's created then then the audience naturally segments and, and there's you know, Venn diagrams overlapping all over the place of, of who's in what and what's in where. And so you're, you're, you're cultivating these niches, right? This, these niche audiences are, are boundless. And that's where the beauty of finding your own audience for your own content kind of lives is that you, you, can, you can do that sort of thing. So when you're creating, and again, you don't see comparisonitis. And the reason why I'm harping on this so much on 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 the, the creating your own work and, and the freelance side of things is that you don't necessarily see as much comparisonitis on the uh, working for somebody else job market sort of thing, right? It's, unless, unless you actually, you know the people that you're, you're competing with, 
in air quotes for, for a job, unless you know those specific people and say, well, that guy's work is shit, <laughs> which, you know, that's, that's not a very cool thing to do. Don't say that. Or that, you know, that I understand why that person got, got the job and I didn't because they're just, they're just a badass, but the, or whatever, right? You don't see that as much in that field, but when you're, when you're, when you're producing your own work, when you're making your own art, when you're making your own illustrations, your own books, your, you know, your own music, then that's, that's where ironically comparisonitis takes hold when, when competition is, is much less dire, right? You, the, 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 the notion of competition is, is, is great and it's, and it can be a driving force. And I'll get to that in a second, but it's it's a it's a humorous irony that where it doesn't matter who um, you know, the notion I'm trying to rephrase this the the big irony is that when when there's not as much competition such as doing your own creative work such as freelancing to a degree when when the when that you know you're dealing directly with an audience and your audience is that large and, and able to, to self segment and do do those sort of things it's the irony is that that's when we're most prone to to let ourselves get bitten by comparisonitis and that's also where open source software is should be but as i ranted last week where it should be immune to the effects of comparisonitis, because again, open source software isn't necessarily competing with anybody. You know, it's it's the class. It's supposed to be, and often is, the classic scratching of an itch kind of thing. I need a thing. I code a thing. I have a thing, right? That there's not a there's not a, a competitive market per se, and so especially with open source software, but also again with our own creative work. When when you're when you're when you're working and producing your own stuff like that, you, there's no need to, to think on those competitive terms. There's no need to think of those, those comparative terms as much because there's room, there's audience size enough to suit everybody, right? As much content as being, as being produced, there's, 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 there's enough people who are consuming it to, to, to support it. That all said, I won't dispute the motive, the, 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 I won't say motivational, I'll say aspirational attributes of comparison on comparisonitis or, um, a more positive term for it because it's great to look at, if you can find a way to look at the work that somebody who's, who, somebody that's someone else has created some work that they've created. That's, that's at a level beyond where you currently are and take an aspirational approach. Don't let it you know, freeze you up with, Oh, Oh shit. I'm not, I'm not good enough to do that. But say, you know, I want to be able to do that. I'm going to try and work to get to that level. I want to be able to do that. Whatever that level is, you know, being able to, to make your animations so incredibly lifelike to, to tell a funny joke, to, to play music, play guitar or, or any other musical instrument very, very well, as good as somebody else. There's, there's real value in that. If, if, if that's the sort of thing that drives you. And part of that is just sort of knowing yourself, right? I mean, there's, there's a fun balance and for everyone, the, the, the percentages is, are a little bit different, but when dealing with comparisonitis, some percentage of you has to not care. 
right? Either not care because you're just making what you're making because you're having a good time doing it, which, I mean, it's a little bit of a hobbyist mentality. I'll admit that. But it's also it's also a, a clear mindset, right? You're not, you're not letting your mind get, get, get cluttered up with, with a bunch of stuff that really, really isn't relative to your work. It's not, it's not relevant, not relative. It's not relevant to your work. Maybe, maybe there are similarities between your work and somebody else's work and whatnot, but, but whatever you do, whatever you create, that's your thing. Nobody else could create what you're doing. There'll be a lot of stuff that could be like it. <laughs> I won't dispute that some some people just produce derivative work or or, or or work that's that's when I say derivative, I'm not talking about the 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 copyright stuff from, from a couple episodes back. I'm talking more like, well, that's a lot like somebody else's thing. Right? People some people will do that or people will have, you know, similar ideas around the same time, sort of cultural zeitgeist kind of stuff. And that's that's okay. Because even then, everybody's going to have their own spin on it. Even if it, even if even if the things are exactly, you know, in the same style, everybody still has their own flavor to it. And and when you're creating stuff, that's that's something that's really worth remembering. So, I guess that's 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 the 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 crux of it is when you're when you're dealing when you find yourself comparing your own work to that of somebody else who's who's either above you or, you know I'll say above and below is a really I don't like necessarily using those terms because it's not necessarily but sometimes it is about raw skill about just the amount of work somebody's put in but sometimes it's just different right how it's how do you compare a, a if you're going to take a painting mindset right how do you compare a a a ultra realist painter with with Monet, right? They're, it's two different forms of expression. I won't say that one is as at a different level. One's better than the other, as as a as a as an artist, as a practitioner, because they're they're working in the medium in two different ways, right? That so it's 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 not really fair. Again, this is also why why comparisonitis is is not necessarily a, a helpful thing to do because. It's not so much about being at a certain level because it's, it's art and life is not linear. It's not, it's not stacked up like plates. It's not leveling. It's not a video game, right? You don't, you don't level up in life as much necessarily. It's not, life isn't about leveling up or reaching achievements. It's about getting your, getting that, that, from an art standpoint, getting that piece of expression out to to communicate whatever you're trying to communicate through the medium of your choice to 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 tell your story to to create that image, and and to do it in the way that that matches what's in your mind mo- the with with the most fidelity. Um, at least that's that's the way that I look at it, and so that's why I'm not I'm not a huge fan of of thinking in terms of someone being farther along in terms of skill level. Now, if you're talking about where somebody else, somebody is, is from a business level in terms of like that, I mean, that, that, that's easier to quantify. Cause I mean, they're, it's hard to, hard to dispute the, the quantities of money, right. As a, as a metric for success, but quantities of money isn't always the only metric of success, right? There's a lot to be said 
for the, the, the value of freedom, the value of independence, the value of, uh, of running your own ship and, and doing those things, if that's, if that's in your mind, or the value of, of having a stable income, right? There's, so it, it's one of those things where, again, you can try to think of it in terms, you can, you know, if you, if you really want to, if you want to rationally do it, yeah, you can, you can think of it in terms of levels and, and being farther along, but I, I'm, I'm positing, I'm, I'm suggesting that that's not necessarily the best mindset to take. That's not the best way to, to think about it. And, and if you can think, if you can cultivate that, that, that culture of, of, uh, of apathy, if you can, if you can sort of build up your, 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 I don't give a shit engine to, to sustain that, then I think you can look at it. It's not, it's not better or worse. It's different. And there are so many things out there where that's applicable in art and software and all sorts of things. It's not better. It's not worse. It's different. I like it this way, right? It's, it works, it works in a way that jives well with me. And, you know, same way, and that works again with tools as well as, uh, as artwork. You know, some people find themselves more drawn towards animation. Some people find themselves more drawn towards live action film. Some people, you know, you go to the music, go into the music realm, you've got all different variations of types of music that people are drawn to different flavors of that. And to try and say that one is better than the, than the other is kind of arbitrary. So I would, if I were, if I were to make a recommendation for, for yourself, for your own work, and for, for the tools you work with, try to, whenever you run into that, 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 that feeling of comparisonitis, and whenever you see that happening, try to, to reset the field and, and think about it in terms, not in, in, in a means of one being superior to, to another or someone else's work being better than yours. I mean, again, it's hard to talk about this a little bit because there, there, there are like with the business thing with, with money, there are metrics that, that, you know, give a, an easier way of doing a comparison because it's all numeric. But if you can, if you can force yourself not to care about that or think about it as much, then, then you will produce better work, right? You can be motivated, motivated and inspired by, by, by other people's work, but don't ever let it debilitate you. Don't ever let it, because, and that's when, when you know you have to change the way that you think about things, is that if you're looking at somebody else's work and the first thing in your mind is, I could never do that, I should just give up, then, then you gotta change the way you think. And I, if, if, you're, if you are on uh, the, the Daily Creative Facebook group that I, that I run, you will, uh, you'll, you'll see me periodically jump on there when somebody produces something that I think is very good and I will tell them that I hate them for their talent. And, and I, I consider that a compliment, but I also realize that it's said in a way that sounds comparative, right? But I'm, 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 keeping, I'm trying to keep a level of self-awareness there is that I understand that I have a propensity for, for comparing my own work to somebody else's work and sort of lustily envying after their their abilities to do certain certain things like I, I know a few people who whose work with with ink just 
oh, it's 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 infuriating how good they are with 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 their with their line work, and, and it's amazing, and um, some some incredible talent there, and and it's infuriating because I want to be able to do that, and so I try to work to do that, but so I I, I say that I hate, I say that I hate them, but that's that's mostly because I I want to I want to get to that. Um, be able to express, show, use that kind of technique in what I do. And that's, that's what I would, I would personally recommend that other people do. And again, do that with your own artwork and, and do that with the tools that you use. And, and I think in general, you'll produce better work and you'll also be happier. And with that, coming to the end of my commute, for me to get to work and that will do it what about you what kind of tips do you have for beating comparisonitis or or for using comparisonitis to make your work better i really want to know that so you can make a comment on it on the podcast section of my website that's monsterjavaguns.com slash podcast Or, of course, you can track me down on social media. Just look for my name, Jason Van Gumster, or Monster Java Guns. And you can tell me what you think there. I, of course, also have an email newsletter. It's a plain text light traffic thing that goes out about once a month where you can get an early in on knowing anything that I'm up to. You can subscribe to that on the sidebar of my website. All right. Oh, by the way, I'm still working on the the new domain and website when that moves hopefully that'll be in the next month or so so keep an eye out for that i'll uh, again probably give previews of that on the email newsletter so there's another reason to subscribe to subscribe there yeah all right now enough of that time for you to get to work see you next week Thank you.